We are the Honeywell Heroes, baby. Okay. What do you think? That was... Did I sound like Enrique? It sounded like the Backstreet, the NSYNC. It was Justin Enrique. Timberlake. It, it, <laughs> Enrique, come on. It, I don't know. I, I can uh, be a... Okay. I honestly... I really don't think you sound anything like him. Do you? <laughs> Do I look like him? <sighs> okay. I'm, you know, we're going to move. We, we got to move forward with I got you stuttering and everything, dude. Sorry my notes are so fire. fire. Hey, pod, we- pod week. Podcast week number four, baby. Four. Uh-huh. We got a guest, and I'm going to let Random T over here. Look, so guest number two, week number four. This is none other than the voice of Clinton, Iowa, Chris Streets. Gentlemen, thank you. Thank you very much. Of course. What a beautiful I don't have a, voice. Yeah, well, thank you. That is like a mixture of Fergie and Jesus. I thought I was on week one. And now I'm He did now say I saw you were fire in week one. I watched the video. I know. Yeah. See? Yeah, I guess next you, time I'll have to do the heroes. You do your lunch, man. That, that was like almost like Celine Dion. Yeah, I tell and you. And I was Celine Dion last week. You were, week. but he's you're letting this dude take it over <laughs> as he gets here. Oh. I might Come as well on. quit, right? Hey. It's like you have already about 100 times. Hey, Random's retiring. Me and old Chris Streety's here. We're taking over. There you go. We got it. <laughs> okay. You're going to let us use this room, right? <laughs> yeah, that's fine. <laughs> yeah, just ring the doorbell. It's All fine. Right. Yeah, we ain't renting either. We get it for free. Mm-hmm. That's the way it works. Okay. You, you know, here, here's what I want. I don't think he really needs a much of an introduction, but why don't you just fill us in 94.7 Mac FM? You've been the voice for a long time. Yeah, give us the give us the rundown of uh, your career there. Well, I, I came to Mac ninety four point seven uh, Memorial Day weekend two thousand. Um, it was it was really strange. I was sitting in my apartment in Central Kentucky, and I got a phone call, and it was a gentleman by the name of Rick Bulger, and he says, "Hey, we've got your uh, resume here. We've listened to your tape and uh, tape. That's how old I am. Yeah, wow. it was a cassette tape. <laughs> That's old school. Yeah, it was one of those yeah. that had the the pink, purple, and green too. Oh, know? yeah. But uh, he said we're listening to your tape, and we'd really like to interview. I said, my tape for what? And he said, well, we have your resume and your tape for the job we have open. I said, dude, I have no idea what you're talking about. I've not sent out a resume ever in my life. <laughs> and he says, well, we have it. And I said, what's what do you where is it? And he said, we're at KCLN in Clinton, Iowa. And I was like, what? And he said, well. You, you're, and he gave my address, and I'm like, yeah, that's me. He said, well, we have your information right here. We'd like to talk to you. So we did like a 15-minute phone interview. I had no idea where this guy was coming from. And so we got done, and uh, I called my parents, who lived in Fulton, who live in Fulton, and I said, what did, this guy from Clinton just called and wants to talk to me about a job. And my mom says, oh, good, he got your information. <laughs> I said, what? My mom sent the information to the radio station what, without letting you know, like, without surprise. letting me know. Yeah. She wanted, what I did was I used to make air check tapes for my mom because okay. it was pre-internet. So yep. she couldn't listen. And she took one of those to, uh, at the time it was the Eagle 94.7 at KCLN yep. gave it to them and, uh, they hired me. So that, uh, I moved here Memorial day weekend of 2000. I became the general manager in, uh, 2007. And, awesome. uh, so yeah, I've been the morning show host and general manager now for uh, 16 years. Wow. That, the, the mom story, I, I'm i just rolling. That's awesome. It's identity theft without being identity theft. <laughs> it's my or, mom. She gave me the identity. She can have it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hey, True. I'm going to send this out. You didn't really know that you applied for this job, but yeah. hey, get a job because you ain't coming back here and live with us. You know, I hear the, I see those stories on like American Idol a lot, you know, where people don't, they would have never did it, but like their friend yeah. signed them up. Or well, blah, it's kind of like 
Lionel Richie and Luke Bryan. I'm sitting Basically. here. I'm the Katy Perry of this gang. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about. <laughs> I was just gonna say. Well, I thought I was like Paul Abdul or something. No, I'm I'm the I'm the low guy here, but what, that's you're okay. the cameraman or something. Or I'm sound the ki- guy? I, they just call me the king. That's okay. what I'm known as. Okay. Kingston. There it is. Only in his apartment. Yeah. That's that's right. There's <laughs> stories we will not tell. Yeah. Oh. Secret. So we're gonna get more into Mr. Streets here later. We're gonna kick off. Like we've kind of been going the last two weeks with a Honeywell hero story. Okay. All right. Now, Chris, before we move forward, it could be we're using this part for Honeywell heroes, could be a coaching story, or even a playing day when you're playing sports. Um, but I like I know you we've all been involved in honey or at Honeywell. Yeah. I'd love to hear story from you guys to kick it off. Give me something Honeywell. Because I I'm people love Honeywell. That's I feel like that's where everyone's like, we love to hear. So that's, yeah. So I'm going to give you a real short story this week. Go for it. This is the only thing on my mind, and I'm saying this because this is my guest, or our guest, I should say. But anyway, so back in high school, I really wanted to take the head umpire job from, I believe it was Ben Boothby at the time. It was Boothby. It was Boothby, yeah. Or or was it Scott DeAngelis? Nope. No, it was was Scott and then Ben. Yeah. So I really wanted it, and I think I was blowing... Whoever I, I don't know was it an email at the time we didn't I don't know if we even had Facebook then did we Yeah we didn't have Facebook so somehow I, I yeah, must email, have been an email phone calls text so, that kind of stuff Yeah I don't even know if I had texting Well yeah no I didn't Anyway so um, yeah I got texting when I was like nineteen so that would have been two thousand and eight or whatever I don't know you don't Anyway so so uh, I reached out and um, this is the guy right here who hired me Well you half hired me actually Yeah because you hired me and David Lakin. And then David ended up not being able to do it. I didn't. I didn't hire David Lakin. Lakin. That was uh, Ben Yoder that wanted oh. Dave Lakin. So you hired me, and yep. then he hired Dave, and yep. then Dave couldn't do it because yep. baseball. baseball. Yeah, yeah, yep. yeah. And that was when I didn't play baseball. So I was rapping and head on junior year, yeah. or you mean senior? Year? You're was, talking about our I think senior, senior year. year. Yeah, I think yeah. Senior okay, year. senior year. Okay. So so yeah. Fun fun fact is Chris Street hired me to be head up and where I. Actually stayed there for like way too long, ten years <laughs> so after what? he hired me, and it, and it was awesome. Lots of lots of cool stories that we can get into in other episodes and stuff. But yeah, hired by the man, yeah, the president, man, oh, president legend at yes. the time. Yeah, I was president there. I was on the board for six years, and I was president for three of them. Did you want to be president, or did they no. force you into it? No, I feel like every president <laughs> there after that they were forced into. Well, it. it was I can't remember who was president before me, but they were like, "You're president now." Like no, don't we have to vote? Nope, you're it's yours. That's, so they made me be on the board after I was head up for like they're like, okay, you've been here forever, you got to be on the board. And like I remember, I can't remember if it was, I can't remember who it was, but it was when John Maholan had to, or when John Maholan took it over. We sat in the meeting and everybody's like, and whoever was president, I think it was Brian Duncan at the time. He was like, uh, I'm done president, or he's like, you know, announcement, I'm done being president, and everybody's sitting there like quiet. And they're like, okay, well, we got to elect another one. Everybody's like, all right, John Mahone, you're the president. And he's like, <laughs> like, just, he had no idea what to say. He's like, yeah. well, okay, I guess yeah. I'm president. Uh, yeah. So I was, I was president three years. Um, I coached from little sluggers all the way through majors. That's awesome. And uh, never won a championship. <laughs> Made a championship game in minors and majors. And, oh. well, uh, we played in the championship game against the Pirates. <laughs> yeah. You had uh, Mr. Hart on here last time. Okay. And Kevin Hart, uh, number 32. Yeah. And he was on the Pirates. Yes. And they Probably destroyed not. us in the championship game. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Was he pitching? Uh, I don't remember if he pitched or not, but I know he hit. Yeah. A lot. And uh, yep. I actually had a kid um, want to quit in the middle of that game. We were flying through the season. I mean, we were smoking everybody. 
and we got to that championship game and and like we got down four to nothing or something after one inning and the kid who was pitching for me he's like i quit i'm quitting the team i'm like what are you talking about <laughs> he's done he's like, done so baby this team stinks <laughs> so did you ever throw any clipboards or anything i never threw a clipboard no? i broke a clipboard on my forehead oh yeah once. that's right that's right that's uh, what i was what yeah I, I always kept my uh my book oh, on a clipboard oh. and uh i won't say his name you that could was say it oh, you know, you know, you do. uh he was umpiring behind the plate okay and in the end of the first inning, it was 19 to 18, oh. and neither team had a hit. <laughs> okay, well. And so I, I called time. I called over the other coach. Yeah. And we went to the umpire, and I said, hey, man, you got to open up your zone. This is horrible. Yeah, we got to well, get the you... kid. Nobody wants to swing now because they know they're going to walk. We were almost to the time limit after one inning. I've seen those games. And yeah. so he says, coach, get back to your dugout, I'll call it like I want to call it. Oh, boy. And so I, my blood started to boil, and he continued to call a tight zone. And I was just getting more and more angry, and I yelled for him to open it up, and he turned around and he said, Coach, shut up and sit down or you're out of here. <laughs> and so I let out a very barbaric scream, and I smashed the clipboard on my forehead, <laughs> and it exploded. And all the parents, I like, I like this. All the parents just went dead quiet. Was I the head ump then? I think you were. I think um, I, I fired him during the game because I remember this. Yeah, so. I fired him during the game, but he wouldn't leave. And so <laughs> I went and got the board member who was on duty that night and told him to get him off my field. And uh, yeah, I didn't. I never used my power. No, when I was there, but that it. game. You, you oh, use a little bit, dude. Reach in the back pocket. Yeah, and... the final score was like 27-24, and uh, both teams had no hitters. It was horrible. That's nuts. Like yeah. a football score. Yeah, it Kinda. was horrible. Mm-hmm. Well, you, you know, you, here, that's the thing with coaching, though. You, you got to be passionate, and sometimes oh. now the ump the umpire stuff. Sometimes smashing a clipboard <laughs> over your face is passionate. You that's just right. got to show the fans and the and and the kids that you really care. And you know, I could see from the coaching standpoint, like when I was coaching high school. I can definitely see where there were times I wanted to. I mean, the things I wanted to say, but then I realized if I do that, they're going to think this is okay. Even, But going back to the youth league, it's hard because you want, again, like we were talking beforehand, you want them to just go out and play and learn the basic fundamentals. Yeah. How do you, This is not an MLB game. The right. Strike zone has to be tight, right? It's got to be – you're talking about Honeywell. It should be the white line to the white line. Right. At least. If you're not swinging, you want them to swing the bat. I yeah. mean, you don't want them swinging at pitches above your head in the dirt, but you want them to – how many coaches you remember back in the day? Good eye. What does good eye mean? I never understood it what good eye means. It means the umpire didn't call the strike. Yeah, exactly. That's what it means. Good eye, nothing, man. The umpire yeah. it blew a call. You say good I, eye when the umpire doesn't call a strike. But my thing is with the kids – I, I wanted him to hit. I said, listen, a walk will get you to first base, yeah. but a hit could get you to second or third. Yeah. Swing the bat. And yeah, if they swing. struck out, I was the first one to meet them outside yeah. the dugout to tell them, hey, that's yeah. a good swing. Right. Man. Least, nice and level least, swing. At least you're trying. Yeah. yeah. But then yeah. you got the kid who just stands up there with it on their shirt. He's like, he's trying to bat. I know. <laughs> you can't do that. And then those are the kids that when they swing, their parents are in the he stands cheering, yeah, he's won. <laughs> yeah. Or they're the, the ones in the ball. stands going, quit swinging at bad pitches. Oh, yeah, those, yeah. those are my, the worst. My, if I were to ever come back to CJB, which I might have to someday, I don't know, but if I ever come back to CJB, there'll be one rule, no parents allowed. <laughs> you know how great that would I, that be? Was, I loved coaching. The only part I hated about coaching all the while I was in CJB, 
were the parents. Mm-hmm. And and it wasn't all of them. Right. But just that I mean, how many parents did we have to kick out of the out of the ballpark? I know. I used to throw people out all yeah. the time. It was disgusting. And it, it got sometimes. worse. The longer I stayed, it got worse because yeah. I was like, I've already seen this like four times right. in the past four years. It's like <laughs> right. stop and you know, whatever. Yeah. We had the worst. We we won't bring it up, but the that day when we had to go over to number one. Field I think it was six. Well, the, I, I was uh, on the old on, Baker field, the one that had the Gil Baker on the. Okay. I, oh, right. It was the on entrance. that field. Yeah. Oh, it was on so that I was umping on six. Right. And I, I hopped you had over. to go over to one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Because right. I yelled for you to come over. I was the that one was, on duty, and I'm like, "What am I gonna do?" Wasn't it like completely unrelated to baseball though? It was like a. It was racial. Yeah. Remember? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, so there was two, there was another one after you were gone. Well, that, was that the one where they had the fist fight? Yes, and there was like it was like about a kid and his yeah. mom and dad, and it was a stepdad and a dad. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah I was yeah. there for that one too, big oh, guy. Okay, yeah. You're, anyway, so Jeremy's that, like, you guys shut up. This is my no, show. No, no, no. I'm saying I liked it because that's think about that era when you guys were doing that, and then I think back to when our era when we were playing, way different. There were parents I remember, and I wouldn't name them that were said ridiculous stuff and didn't have a clue, but I don't remember any of that stuff. And I think that's what's so common now is these. How are you getting kicked out of a little league game? Uh-huh. If you are you as a parent, <laughs> but, as a parent or a person, you better go literally after that. Go home, look in the mirror, and say, yeah. "I need to rethink my entire life." If well, you're literally getting kicked out, people for, get so caught up in like the wrong idea of why they're even there. Right, you yeah. know, that's that's the hardest part about it. It's, I mean, it's easy. Like I said, it's easy to do as a parent to be passionate about what sure. your kid's doing. Yeah. And you want your kid to be awesome, but at the same time, it's like. At the end of the day, when you go home, are like, are you proud that you just acted that way at a game? You know, yeah. There's no way. There's no way you're like sitting in your chair at home. You know, you're like, yeah. I'm glad I called that umpire yeah. that name. Yeah. <laughs> well, the and, last and year he's only twelve. The last year I coached at uh, CJB was 2010. Okay. So that was 12 years ago. Yep. If any of those kids that were playing CJB with the dads who thought they were going to be pro players. They should be all stars in major leagues right now. Yeah. Guess what? Not a damn one out <laughs> yeah. there. Yeah, they, yeah. Think about that next time you're screaming at an umpire or at a coach. Yeah, right. They I, don't. Have I a agree. I, I think it's and, that, and also in addition to that, none of the umpires there are professional umpires. Right, which makes you realize they they were just there to get a they're paycheck kids. and they just want to be outside. Well, what did you work? guys make? Like 30, 40 bucks a game? No. <laughs> It, it was, was 15. Fi- it was oh. 15 for the plate and t- remember I, I did 15 for the plate <laughs> 10 no for the bases. It was 20 for the plate 15 You made for the like 30,000 a year being the head on. At least. Yeah. Maybe more. Yeah, you <laughs> no, guys were doctoring the books or doing something cuz I know when I got the paycheck we're doing it. I remember when I first started doing it in 8th grade. Which, Jordan Sanders. Uh, Jordan Sanders from Clinton. You remember Jordan Sanders? I don't. Okay. He was a good athlete for Clinton High School. He was the my our incoming freshman year, and it was ten dollars for the field and fifteen for the plate. Yeah, and you were fighting over the plate. And Yoder actually Ben Yoder bumped it up to Did fifteen and 15 twenty. Fifteen and twenty. I, we were Man. all like, "Yes, that a baby, that extra five bucks! Like, what are you gonna buy an extra can of beef jerky chew?" Or, or and you want to know what's crazy? I don't. So that it was fifteen and twenty back when I started in two thousand seven. Guess how much they're paying them now? Fifteen and twenty. Fifteen and twenty. Yeah. <laughs> they See, haven't raised it at all. They, man, you know, with all the inflation, stupid. that's awesome. Yeah, these kids can't awesome. even afford to drive there. To, um. That's yeah. They like again, whatever. You, you wonder why you're not going to get anybody to come work, do any of those things. Fift, it hasn't changed in 15, 20 years. Oh, what are they doing? They're standing there saying strike and ball. I know. Yeah. No, I know. Most of the kids didn't even care. Mm. Half the time, half the time, I would get all the paychecks for the umpires, and they would never even come pick them up. So. Right. They didn't realize they got paid. Yeah, they were just there to have no. fun. I knew I was because I was cruising around on the dike of my Beretta. Well, yeah, or your moped. Or I had a ni- 1983 Honda, Honda. moped. Mm-hmm. There you go. The and Express I, 2? 
It was an express. Yeah. Yes. Yellow with the banana seed or blue with the triangle? It was black and it had red lettering on there. Hey, Man. question. Did you ever crash it? You know what? That's <laughs> going to be my story because I did. <laughs> and I will tell well, you. The let's, two, let's hear about it. The, the one crash was. <laughs> one. The one. <laughs> number five. I know I crashed a bunch of times on that thing. Well, everybody get your popcorn. <laughs> but I just remember dropping the time I dropped it at Ethan Holmes' house. Mm-hmm. I drop mm-hmm. I drop this moped. It's in his driveway, and I drop it. It just falls over, and I don't even know how it fell over. It has a kickstand. It had a kickstand, and it just it, it goes over. It, it, yeah, it came up on its own or something. But I was one day I was going. It was by the Erickson Center. I, I remember this, and I, I was on Ben's moped, Boothby's. When and that was right. Didn't I go up over the? You thumped right up over. It was like where you can <laughs> hit the golf balls, like where the nineteenth hole up there. Yes. Yeah. 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 So it'd be like it's like when you're taking it's Willany Drive, and then it's and then it's the little golf portion, and then you go this way. Erickson Center's here. Here's a curb. You go this way back towards Harding, and I just I'm cruising through, and I just remember hitting it. For some reason, you decided to just go, and I I hit the remember I just I hit the curb and it flipped me and threw me off. And I'm thinking in the air, I'm going, I literally, I'm thinking, shit, man, this is going to, this is not going to be good. But the best thing was because it was grass. But I hit that sucker and I just remember, boom. And I don't know how that thing didn't fall on top of me. Yeah. But it missed me somehow. And the moped you, was you on. You hit it like you were, like, had no idea that you were about to hit it. You're just, no. like, you had groceries <laughs> in the basket. Yeah, like, I'm just coming home, man. I, I know. Yeah. You didn't look like Travis Pastrana. <laughs> no. You looked like Travis's grandma. I, I, yeah, I was probably only going, well, I was 195 pounds. And, yeah. you know, I was a bigger, you know. I think the weight limit, I remember on that, was 180 pounds. So you're busting over it. Huh? And I wanted to, I want, I wanted to go as fast as it could go, but <laughs> I get going like 32 down a hill. Oh, yeah. we'd take the governors off of them. See, and I, I never, I, I always wanted to figure out how to do it, but I never could. I had a Vespa, a Vespa okay. pedal start wow. moped when I was 14. So how did that work? You, do you start pedaling and then yeah. it goes? Oh. Yeah, it has a little clutch. You pull in, you pedal, oh, yeah. and then you let out the clutch and it kicks it on. <laughs> but uh, my best friend and I took the governor pin out, and it would do 54 <coughs> miles an hour. And I lived in the trailer court out on 30, oh and we would ride to school in Comanche. And uh, nice. we'd pass cars on Dude. Highway 30. 54 on a moped. On a moped. felt like 120. Yeah. Yeah, that's but it locked up. I was driving in, and I was coming home, and the motor just died. It locked up tight. I laid it down at like 45 miles an hour, sliding on gravel. I still have uh, scars on both elbows. Really? Yeah. But it was the coolest moped ever. 150 bucks. Hey. As long, it, into it. As, long as it was worth it. I had six mopeds. Yeah, from nice. 14 to 16 years old. Wow. You had 43 cars you, since I was 16. You should get another moped now. I should. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Look like a gorilla humping a football. Well, I mean, that's kind of, you know, it used to be the Comanche, Comanche had the moped king. We were the moped called. kings. Yeah, yeah, you guys were. And it was long before the orange flags. We yeah, looked cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. When they said, nah, you need a flag on there. Yeah, that it's was important. when I did. I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, the old safety flag. I mean, I think about the safety flags. I, man, this is terrible. I used to, when I was working in, at University Heights Police in Iowa City, suburb, I used to pull pull them over on their moped and have a flag out there. Wow, and you, were, you were that guy, huh? I, I wow. did, listen, I did it a few times. Yeah. And it would be like a football player. I didn't know. They'd cruise past me and have no flag on there. And Hey, you don't have a flag. Oh, man, I didn't know I need one. Hey, I write them an $87 ticket for <laughs> And then I'm like, one day I'm like, well, why am I doing this? It's you don't have a flag, but I had a flag, but then I'm like, well, you need to get that flag. And they'd be like, I'm so sorry. 
But then one day I remember stopping somebody on a moped and like, why do I even care that you don't have a flag? What does it matter? You have a flag. 87 bucks. It was 87 bucks for a a flag. This is what you should have did. You should have offered them a $20 discount if they paid cash. Right. On the spot. And then just took off. Be unethical and I no longer Or or you take the 80 bucks and you have a bunch of flags in the back of the car. Yeah. (laughs) Then I just start (laughs) Here, you can have a flag. I won't give you the ticket. Give me the 80 bucks. Here's your flag. Yeah, yeah, see, if you were smart, dude. I know, I, I'm not. You smart. could have been retired by now, Cinda. Uh, uh-huh. I know. I I still got. I probably never retire. Start so. busting kids. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh it's man, moped patrol. Love Let's it. go. I think you got. I think you guys. The story. I like your stories. I don't even want to use mine because. Well, no, you got to use your story, bro. <sighs> There's just so many. And okay, well, you got one. I don't. I don't. I don't even want to use this one right now. Okay, use a different one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what I'm gonna throw in Jeez. there. It's a good one. It, it's not a good one. Scott, you know who's a part of this story? Scott Madison, the mayor. Okay. Shout out to Scott Madison, the right. mayor of Clinton, oh, Iowa. Scotty boy. I had him on the show this morning. Did you? Did we, you? We need to have, we're going to have him on here. At we got to get him. I haven't talked to him about it, and he doesn't know, but he's going to be. You want me to call him? Yeah. So. You call him and say, hey, Scotty, hey, get on here. <laughs> hey, just so you know, you're not invited. You're forced. <laughs> That's you're, right. You, you don't have a choice. We could not tell him we're on the, the show right now, <laughs> and we could put him on speaker. Yeah. And just, so, what do you think of the, the councilman? <laughs> Yo, you imagine that? And he's like, you know what? Hey, this per- Yeah, that. Could you imagine that? That would be awesome. Wow. You would sure really he, get the truth. Blur my face out, though, would you? He loves them all. So, anyways, go. Yeah. let's hear your story. All right. Man, yeah, I'm sure he loves them all. <laughs> he does. He told me. They, uh, <laughs> yeah. Me and Tanner were on the Braves our first or last year at Honeywell. Okay. I saw you guys stole a jersey. We did not steal them. I we actually, bought these. I bought them. Did you Chris, come on, they, man. They, they were trying to get rid of them, and they were like, Should have said uh, something. I got a closet full. <laughs> oh, well, thanks. Look, I got a White Sox one, too. My mom brought it to me, and she's like, hey, was this yours? I'm like, oh, I don't think so. I don't know why I you have it. White Sox. Yeah. All right, tell your story, man. Gosh, quit wasting time. I bet it would fit you. Go ahead. It's only an hour show. Yeah. All right, well, you know, we don't have a time limit. But, yeah. Four and a half. So, Scotty Madison is the first base umpire. Okay. Jamie O'Mara is the behind-the-plate umpire. Scott used to umpire up there? Yeah, uh, yeah, he was. I'll tell you this. Scott Madison, he had the best strike call, and he had the punch out. He would step back, and he punched it out with authority. Okay. He let you what know. What years was he an umpire? It would have, well, we were, that would have been 2000, 2001. Uh, was before my time. Yeah. Yep. He, that guy, he, and he, he always had the backwards hat. Okay. He had the cat. I remember shorts. Jamie. And you remember Jamie yeah. O'Meara. And I remember Adam Husenfeld. Adam, he was a good umpire. And I remember Tony Steen. He was Tony a head ump then, I think. I think or he was, was Jordan. One of them two was. Anyway. Tony Steen was. Anyways, go ahead with your story. I'm uh, sorry. So we're playing the Cardinals, and Cardinals had Evan Broderson, Curtis Howard, Colin Meyer. Mm-hmm. They're all good baseball players, especially Curtis Howard, good athlete. We're down, and we're in the top of the sixth. Do you remember Spencer Tingley? Mm-hmm. Okay. I just saw him not that long ago, actually. Bases are loaded, we're down. He hits a grand slam. Hits a bomb. He he chucks the bat, goes like back to the backstop. Uh And at that time, they had some rule where, yeah, you're out. Yep. And they're discussing it. And what, like trying to figure out what to do with the the umpires and stuff, probably? Well, and they end up, boom, it's good. And so we we go up by like two. So they didn't call him out. So he doesn't get called out. Oh, yeah. They were complaining, you know, that they're, they're literally coming together like, well, what do we do here? And Jamie ends up saying, no, the home run's good. So we got the 8-9-1 coming up for the Cardinals. And the n- number one hitter, their leadoff, was Curtis Howard. Okay. And normally Tanner closed the games out. I pitched the first three. He pitched the last three. And it was only me and him. Nobody else ever pitched in our year. Nobody ever once. Yeah. It was me and him. 
I you started Way that to game. teach the kids. I know it was bad, <laughs> but you know what? We were the only way they were going to get them out and and whatever. Yeah, because yeah. winning's more important than teamwork. No, yeah, I know. Hey, you know whose fault this is? Is Lee Camp. He's the one who pitched. Well, this, Coach so. Camp. You know, hey, Coach Camp. Bravo to he's, you, man. He's you been mean. blamed for enough. We yeah. don't need to bring him up again. <laughs> yeah, you get. But yeah, we're not going to blame it on him. But he so it is whatever six to four, whatever the score is. Get the first two guys out. Howie's up to bat. And it's like, an, I remember, it's an 0-2 pitch. I throw it inside on him. He check swings it. And Jordan Camp is catching, checks down to first base, Scotty Madison. He punches him out, says, yeah, he goes around. Howie slams the bat. I'll never forget Howie. Boom, he starts crying. Shout out to Curtis Howard. Great athlete. Awesome guy. One Cry, a very baby. good friend for years. And <laughs> crying, we were baby. so pumped, though, because the Cardinals, they were kind of like the Yankees. Yeah. It was always like, we were right in there, but then the Yankees and the Cardinals were good. And I remember we were so pumped. We're so we, we beat the Cardinals and the Yankees that year? Yes. Wow. That was on the field what? closest toward the batting cages for majors. Okay. That was the field we won on. So six. Yes. Yeah. And I remember Howie, and he hits it down, and because I remember Scotty Madison going, yeah, he went around. And we're like, yeah, like everyone's just going boom. And I remember going through the, the lineup, you know, and Howie's he cried. I get the cry. Howie was always so competitive as a young kid. When he was emotional – he was emotional because he really cared, and he was just a, yeah. you know, very competitive. Not to try to put him on the spot, but mm-hmm. yeah, that, that's my story. I remember that because Scott. I just think of relating it. Scott Madison, you know, all of us being here, but yeah, I remember Scotty just punching him out, and how he's like. No, I remember going no wow. and slamming the bat down. I hope you feel good, Game's Scott, over. for making kids cry. Mayor Mayor <laughs> Madison, I'm sorry, my man, but you hurt his feelings. But I think how he probably got. I'm over hoping it. his son. Is a baseball player, yeah, and he has to coach. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, he's gonna be like, oh, okay, I get it. Yeah, yeah. But that's it. That's a good one. Story that I got a ton of stories, but that was I played in the Makokota Little League. Did you really? Yeah, that's where I played baseball. Wow, how'd that go? Um, I was hit by pitches more than I hit pitches. <laughs> really? Huh? Yeah. yeah, and uh, so I was were... horrible. I was a right fielder. Yeah, that's okay. I have oh, no. Oh, you were right field. But then okay. when I was I was about nine, nine or ten. Um, I was just throwing a ball at practice, and the coach said, do you think you could pitch? I said, oh, I know I could pitch. <laughs> That's good. I couldn't throw the ball 30 <laughs> miles an hour. But we had a kid named Danny, Danny Ruggerberg, who could throw fire, man. And so he would pitch, yep. and then I would come in and be throwing. It was like watching uh, you know, the, the third baseman coming in in major leagues and throwing nothing but knuckleballs. Yeah. That, that was my fastball, yeah. right? <laughs> and I would strike guys out left and right yeah. because nobody could catch up to that. Yeah. But uh, I was I was I mean, in a game one time we were playing against uh, we we were the Delmer Lions and we were playing the Makokota Jaycees and uh, I hit a kid while I was pitching. <laughs> it didn't hurt him. No, but he was pitching. Okay. So the next time up to bat, he nailed me in the head. Beamed you. So, so next time he came up to bat, I nailed him. Oh, so it was just retaliation. Next time I came up to bat, <laughs> he threw it inside, and the umpires like timeout. Yeah. He called both coaches in. Both coaches took us out of the game. <laughs> Say, so, hey, you done, man. I'm going like, to take a little seat. I'm going to put it right between his eyes. Mutual. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, okay, I got you. I was a horrible baseball player. Hey. Horrible. That's okay. Yeah. You were a good coach. You were passionate. I was passionate. I don't yeah. know if I was a good coach, but I was passionate. Hey, remember that one time I threw the ball, I was pitching, and, and I threw it at you on accident, and you caught it? And it hit me and right. Po- that was in Pony. It's Pony League Baseball. But He's it, for the White Sox. I was for the... Yankee, I was, but it, it almost hit you in the, the jewels. Yeah, it was. I caught it. He I, threw a curve and he so threw it back to me. <laughs> he had that, like Tanner had this dirty, you know, because that was seventh eighth grade. He had this dirty curve, you know, being left handed, and 
I remember that ball. It was like a, I think I don't even think I don't. I think it was like one two, and you threw a curveball, and it just, I see it, and it's just boom, and I catch it right. It almost gets me like I said in the jewels, and I took it and threw it back to him, and I remember everybody, everybody was, was cracking up. Oh, they yeah. were dying. Even yeah. Charlie Carp. What Charlie Carp. What do you think Joe thought in that moment? I don't know. Joe what do you home. say? What it hit somebody? <laughs> wait a the, wait a yeah. He, we had what to have a, say he had to have been fooled. That would have been a time that he would not have had a response no, for. Yeah, yeah, the one time. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's I love good. it. I like your story, man. That was really good, and I'm very inspired. Now. Yes, Chris. Yes. Tell me, broadcasting because we were kind of talking a little bit beforehand. I always want to be a broadcaster. Mm-hmm. Tanner kind of knows that a little bit, but we're we've this. It, we would not have been able to get this going if it wasn't for Tanner. Because you know he kind of pushed me to hey let's just do it let's talk about things let's just let's get it going and he's the money guy he's the money guy yeah and yeah, except uh, he bought all the stuff it doesn't matter I bought the stuff but here's the thing <laughs> if we ever went big which whatever we're doing it because we want to after the show right here kids here's the thing see I, I, the guy you know hey lasso this rocket <laughs> <laughs> but what's for your broadcasting career what is what's the most challenging part about it from not necessarily from the beginning to now but even if you just say today what's what is the most challenging part of what you have to do each and every day? Honestly, it's um, being relevant and entertaining. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you when you go in, <clears throat> I like I'll be honest with you, boys. We're we're filming this very late for me. Um, yeah. I'm in bed at eight o'clock oh, man. because my alarm goes off at three forty five. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we, we, we you when you told me seven thirty to eight thirty, I'm like, Deesh! that was pushing oh, it. Man, yeah, man, but uh, no, I, I feel uh, bad. Well, that's why I eat my Chinese food so fast. Right. I don't feel bad actually. But no, you should. <laughs> um, but so when you're sitting there by yourself in a room, yep. you're talking to yourself. Yep. And you're like, okay, what's funny? What? Who cares yeah. about what you're saying? Um, you know, I talk a lot about community events, and I try to be entertaining. I love doing interviews. Um, because that way I have somebody to talk to. Yeah. I've always oh, yeah. liked having co-hosts, yeah. a mutual friend of ours. Brad Seward was my co-host for yep. uh, a number of years. Was he really? Yeah. He was my news director. I, did, I actually really didn't know that. Oh yeah. When I first came to, came to Iowa in uh, 2000, there was a gentleman named, uh, Jeff, uh, his name just jumped out of my head, but he went down to the LSU network Okay, from here. Yeah. And, uh, Brad was just getting out of college at Iowa state. And we made him the full-time news director. Hmm. And it was Seward and Streets in the Morning. That was the name of the show. That's cool. So, yeah. and then... Uh, you got any old recordings of that? No. I want. I just want to sit down and listen. My dad has an autographed coffee mug. Does he? By me and Brad. I wonder how much that's worth. Oh, millions. Yeah. It, it, it wasn't as stained as it is. <laughs> but uh, I, I've always enjoyed having co-hosts, uh, you know, a sidekick. Johnny, Andy Sokolovich, president and CEO of Grow Clinton, was my sidekick for a while. Yeah. Um, because when you're in there by yourself, it's hard to gauge if you're being entertaining without any feedback. So that's probably the most challenging. So just, just which makes sense, like you were saying, just finding the relevant stuff to right now what's going on that people are going to engage and say, well, right. hey. And care about. For, for instance, yeah. it'd be like if you were sitting here doing a podcast by yourself. Yeah. It's like, how do you speak to these people without the people speaking back to you? Kind of, right? Yeah. But I'll tell you, yeah. here's, a, here's a huge difference between me and Jeremy. What? He did some prep. Oh, <laughs> I never. You just show up. I never oh, planned anything, yeah. man. Yeah. Well, I, you know, that's the thing. Like we talked about that a little bit. Like the first week or two, I was sending him stuff, and again, just making the changes. I, I don't. I think it's just what fits for what works for you. But yeah, I mean, I'd like to just. I know we could come on here and do that, but I don't want to sit here and be like, 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. Which we never uh, would. We I mean, wouldn't. We'd probably stare at each other and kiss, but. Okay. We already did that a few right, times. See, I'm in the middle here. Right? See, I don't, I, I don't know <laughs> yeah, what watch out. Nah, One of the things I love, um, it goes back to what the reason you wanted to get into broadcasting was sports broadcasting. Yeah. Um, this is a, another story that'll take a minute. Um, when I was in Kentucky, I worked, I was the mascot of the radio station. That's how I started my career. Um, <laughs> That's awesome. What was the mascot's I, name? Uh, well, we were called the Big Dog, 99.9. <laughs> the and big, so I was I'm a big looking that up. Is it still around? Oh, yeah. It's still the around. The Big Dog 90 what? 99.9. It's WVLC.com. But uh, I dressed as a bloodhound. Okay. And uh, I kept asking my boss, can I get on the air? Can I get on the air? Can I get on the air? And finally he said, yeah. And so I started doing some weekend stuff. And uh, <laughs> our morning guy quit. So the night guy went to mornings, and I got 7 to midnight. And... Uh, my boss okay. came to me and says, hey, we signed a contract with Campbellsville College to do their sports. I said, that's awesome. I said, who's going to do the broadcasting? Now, I have been on the air for a grand total of about nine months at this time. Okay. Never have done sports in my life. I literally went, <laughs> that was George Strait on the Big Dog 99.9. Here's Garth Brooks. That was my, how my career had gone. <laughs> and I said, Who did you get to, who's going to do the, the play-by-play? Well, you are. You want me to do college sports? <laughs> I'm, I, what? Yeah. And he's like, "Yeah, you're gonna you're gonna travel with the football team." Um, they traveled Jackson, Mississippi. Um, we were in Missouri. We were in Illinois, Indiana. That's crazy. And uh, I learned how to do college football on the on the go on the fly just yeah. winging it, like, just winging it. This is kind of what we're doing. Yeah. And thank that's, God that's there cool. was a stats guy named Kevin. I yeah. ended up having to room with him a lot, which was weird because he's a weird dude. Not, right? out, not Kevin from the Clint Lumber Kings. No, this is Kentucky. <laughs> yeah, no, this guy I, had a giant cyst <laughs> on his back. Okay. And the right, trainer right, used to you. come in every you, night and 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 Ew. pop it. And pop. Uh, okay. And I was his roommate. It was nasty. Did you catch it all? And I didn't know the guy, right? <laughs> and so, uh, You're but yeah. he was awesome at stats, and he had a computer program. And so when we would go to a break whether it was the end of a quarter or a timeout he would hand me a piece of paper and it had all the statistics i thought that's how you did it man right so then when i had to do a high school game without kevin i didn't know how to write down stats i didn't know how to keep stats so we got to halftime and i'm like oh it's a halftime show and i got the score for you but uh (laughs) i don't know any statistics because i have not a pen so uh, but yeah, that's I loved sports, and so um, I always dreamt of being a sportscaster. And when I got the opportunity, it was a lot of fun, but it was very nerve wracking because I didn't I get bet. to start out at a high school or anything like that. I started at a collegiate level. It was an NAIA school, granted, but it was still collegiate football. Well, yeah, especially yeah. I mean, you're, don't you, you can't mess up. Basically, <laughs> right. yeah, the, like, yeah, this this ain't little league. You're, you're starting the big leagues, and yeah. you don't have any experience in. Yeah. Well, that's, that's a good way to learn, though. Just here. We, we played against the Georgetown Tigers, and uh, Georgetown is where the Cincinnati Bengals do their spring training. Mm-hmm. I hate the Bengals. Well, I'm not a big Bengals fan, but they built Rawling Stadium oh. at this college, right? It's a little. It was a college about the size of Ashford. Okay. And they've got this gigantic football stadium, and all the players' dorms were the skyboxes. What? And so, like, where the, the press box and everything, I go in, and uh, our press box was a little bit bigger than Clinton High's press box. Okay. And I go in this press box, and they've got Domino's Pizza, and they've got free drinks and all this stuff. And I've got, like, this giant glass 
room that I'm in, looking down on the field. I'm like this is the coolest thing ever. <laughs> yeah. Feel like a, a big timer. Yeah, right? okay. yeah. But anyway, so that yeah, broadcasting. Uh, I love sports. And go back to your original question: trying to be entertaining and not just talking to yourself is the hardest part. I like it. So t- let me. In Clinton, what do you besides like being involved in your kids' sports? Mm-hmm. Do you follow? Outside of the broadcasting, do you do you ever like attend high school games and things like that? Sure. Do you do? I mean, does do you have to use some of that? Do you use it to bring it back to the radio stuff? That's probably not a really much to do with that. You, no. don't, you don't really report on sports. That's, I don't. that's what I was wondering I because I guess like have your duties changed over the years where you're like I was first just doing this now. Man, they're adding this, 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 and this. Yeah, it was. Now um, we carry Fulton Sports. Okay. On uh, thirteen ninety KCLN. And uh, I have a guy who goes and does the games, so I don't I have to you. do them. So you don't, I got But you. Uh, my son loves sports, and so mm-hmm. we'll go and try and catch a football game. How old is he? Uh, he's six. He'll be seven okay, in February. That's awesome. Great um, age. Yeah. And so I, I love sports. I love high school football. I think high school football is the purest form of football. Um, I, I love watching kids grow, uh, learn offense. When you see something click in an offense – or even better yet, when you see something clicking a defense. Yeah, you yes. see the defensive linebacker before the snap moving into position. You're like, yep, all right, he figured it out. Mm-hmm. And they try and go through the two-hole and just blows the running back yeah. up. That stuff still, I'm pumped about yes. that. I love that Absolutely. part of the game. But uh, I still like going to Hawkeye games. I'm a big Hawkeye fan. I'm a Bears fan. Oh, uh, I don't enjoy going to Bears games, uh, and I'll tell you why. No, there's no way you do. Traffic. Oh, I've actually never been to one. I, just I like, hate the traffic. You just I just you lose it. Yeah. How you going? I mean, I get really? that. That's really? Just, you guys are typical Iowans. You're a Steelers Iowans. fan. Yeah, but here's the thing. You guys are yeah, typical Iowans. Bears and Hawks. Hawkeyes and the Bulls. I don't even. I'm a Bulls I don't fan want too. anybody. But I'm a Bulls fan from when they were Jordan and the Pippinets. Okay. That's yeah, when hey, I was a Bulls I'm, fan. Hey, right now, put it up. I'm I'm a diehard Jordan fan yeah. and that yeah. Bulls era. But now? Man. But, okay, here's the thing. I was nah. a, honest to goodness, when I was in uh, elementary school, I was a Steelers fan. Really? Well, then what happened yeah. to you? I love Terry Bradshaw. He was the man. He's from oh. Comanche, Iowa. Well, he went from Comanche. Well, he, he lived there he, for a he few went months. To school, he went Come to school here a few months. Okay, well, still, we're, we're still associating with <laughs> I, I, hey, the county. Iowa. Hey, I tell everybody he's from Comanche, too, but he's not from Comanche. Okay. He just lived there. But uh, it's in seventh grade. But, uh, no, I was in, and I liked the, the real reason. I liked the colors of the uniform. They looked mm-hmm. like the Hawkeyes. Yeah. And so I would root for him. And Franco Harris, come on. Who wasn't a fan of Franco Harris? Whoa, Franco but now Swan. I don't remember. You know Neil O'Donnell. Man, it wasn't a real big. Ooh, I'm wearing a 14 jersey. <laughs> well, no, because he's, ben, he ben, he I'm threw like, the game. You know he threw that Super Bowl against the Cowboys. Oh, whatever. Yes, he did. Ben Roethlisberger. Yes. Ooh, I like wrecking motorcycles and grabbing women. Oh, I just can't get he behind don't do, that kind of thing. Oh, you know what I'm wow, saying? dude, don't be putting Big saying? Ben on the spot. <laughs> We're cutting you know this out, saying? guys. We're he's done. <laughs> you don't even be talking snipping. about my boy like that. It's, it's just going to be a black square right <laughs> you know? here. Hey, and like muted. Yeah, I'm gonna find out where I'm gonna find out where you live and what? Put whatever. a bunch of big Ben signs. Uh, no, whatever. Happens, Try and throw happens. a rock through my window because if you're a Roethlisberger's fan, I ain't got nothing to worry about. <laughs> oh boy, good lord, man! You Ooh, got all the jokes like, tonight. What was that sound that just hit the chimney? That's eh, probably Stinda <laughs> trying to throw it through the window, oh. and it's a bay window for gosh <laughs> sakes. Look, man. Why People are going to love that. Yeah. They are. Hey, but... Kenny Pickett, nice toss. Hey, <laughs> listen. I'm with you. I, I'm not sold on Pickett. Pickett no, no you're not. You're so not sold on Pickett that you guys took Mitch Trubisky. That's what I'm saying. I, yeah. I they, oh, hey, it was good pa- move. a pathetic. It was you know, I heard they were going to sign Cade McNown, but they, they couldn't should, find They should have. Was it? <laughs> was Cade a lefty? Yes. 
out of UCLA. I do remember Kate, and I yeah. would take him over Trubisky. I like Pickett a lot better than Trubisky. Yeah. You know who I hate is Matt Canada, the offensive coordinator. You do? So I've talked. I wish you would have told us. Hope the fans know. Matt Canada, if you're a Steeler fan or football fan, I hate that guy. And if he ever sees this, he can come he's, to my he's house. He's probably waiting with bated breath for the next episode. If he has social media, I'm going to tag him. I hope you tag him in because if he wants like, hey, to. go to minute marker 39, whatever. <laughs> Check yeah, this out, Show bro. up, bro, because if he showed up in my place, <laughs> I'd, I'll put my job, my life, my career line. Oh, I'll fight gosh. that guy. I don't even oh, care. Yep. And as I'm as we're duking it out, I'm going to talk to him about the plays that he should have been calling <laughs> and who he should have well, had in get, and what they get, should be. Get one no hit in and be like, listen here. Remember hey. that one time? <clears throat> yeah, you should have. <clears throat> yeah. He's, he won't even be able to. He's trying to respond, but he's not going to be able to. Okay. But, Fair yeah. enough. I got you, though. I, feel I, I like, man, I love it. I love to, you know, when people take shots, but then I always say, yeah, what's your team done? I got six rings. Yeah. Ben has one for the thumb. Ben's got two of them. I mean, how many? When's the last time you all, all wanna? I don't know. It's been a long. You know, long, you know what? I probably wasn't alive. Much, think. much like my uh, whole thought process on youth sports, it's about learning the game, not who wins. In the NFL, it is about winning. No, I mean, come on, man. Hey, learn how to block this offensive lineman. No, that's not. Or bl- listen, block this defense lineman. Listen, listen. The Bears went to the Super Bowl with Rex Grossman. They did. Their that tells you something right there. They had st- their what well, they had. Tells you, but they had Briggs in her locker. Yeah. Um, who else was in the secondary? Tillman. They had a, and I'm not even a Bears fan, but they were locked down D. But they weren't no iron curtain. I mean, here's the thing. I'm just saying ring. I'm saying six. I'm throwing it up. Did you uh, Did you play any high school sports? I didn't. You did not. Uh, dude, I'm the most unathletic <laughs> person you've ever met. Yeah. So I can teach everything. So you did you do like uh, theater stuff? Yeah. I think so, right? Because yeah. I saw some photos. I, yeah, thanks a lot. Bring that up. You're welcome. Well, that's, no. how, that's how you have to be in this. I feel like because yeah. you, your voice, again, if I could trade voices with you right now, we're trading. So I'm going to ask you because I'm going to do this with every guest that we have. Okay. So let's say it's. Right before you're going out, your big mm-hmm. uh, your big show you got coming up. What song are you going to listen to to pump you up? I don't I don't listen to music to pump up. You don't. Mm-mm. Silence is better. No, this is gonna you're gonna look at me and go really you do that. Um, I like to uh, I like to run. Really, I, I try and get my blood get flowing. Like, yeah, get you yeah. going. Okay. Um, a lot of times I used to headbutt the wall. Mm-hmm. You headbutt the wall? Can't do that anymore. No, one too many clipboards and walls. It's kind of like you. You run to the refrigerator. <laughs> you get snack time. You're like, Tanner's like, snack. Liz says, honey, I've got it. Oh, no, he knows it's snack. He's running. So well, that's why I'm not 93 pounds anymore, like this is. 93 pounds. Yep. That was an 80. Well, no. What is it? In 1990. Get out of town. Let me see I, I mean to cut you off. I did not mean no, to cut you off. No, you're fine. I, but the running part was funny because I thought about Tanner. He he was fast back in wow. the day. Wow. 93. You know how was the day, tough? baby. Uh-huh. 93. You know what I was doing in 93? Hmm. I don't know either. I was drunk. Oh, yeah. Not bad. Well, you know, I was what, in what was your choice of drink in college? What was your choice well, of drink? Well, it depends on what year it was. G- just give me this. Give me overall, if you could go back to your four years of college. Yeah, first drink. Four years. It was six and a half years. Journey. All right, well, okay. All right, it took me 10, so don't worry about well, it. Well, the whole thing, I graduated 23 years after I started. Um, but <laughs> I went for 13 semesters before they asked me to leave. Really? Yeah. Did you really? Yeah. Okay. That's okay. Um, and when I left after 13 semesters, I was a sophomore. <laughs> <laughs> True story. Um, so, okay, my go-to was, uh, early on, was vodka. What kind? 
What kind of vodka? I didn't matter. Hawkeye? Like, just any vodka? I drank some oh, Hawkeye. Man. Very old Barton, or no, uh, Heaven Hill. That was the generic stuff down there. Woo! And, uh, that sound good, I'll tell you that. We'd go to parties, and there'd always be beer, and I couldn't drink beer. Yeah. It made me sick to my stomach. Bro, you and Tanner are no, listen, twins, bro. So I locked, Get my, out of I locked myself all, in my man. dorm room yeah. with a six-pack of warm... Miller Genuine Draft. We're trying to like just choke it And down. I just, yeah. I guzzled all six <laughs> bottles. I threw up like 30 times. But after that, I could drink anything. And so now. I like that. Yes. Um, I drank a lot of bourbon. Um, there was a drink back then guy. called the called Cisco. It was kind of like cheap Mad Dog. Mm-hmm. And uh, for $2.50, you could get a fifth. Oh and so God. I would buy like three that's, fifths. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. But I like the orange flavor the best. Okay. But yeah, I, I had a little bit of a drinking problem when I was in college. That's, That's right. I'm sure most people did. Yeah. I mean, but I went to a Baptist school where it was against the rules. Oh, yeah. That's why you went in the dorm room. Right? Yeah. Well, yeah. Yeah. I like it. So, okay, let me go back to my question then. If okay. you didn't, if you didn't listen to music before, what what was yeah. your I guess your go-to song? Like what's your what's your favorite song of all time? Man. If you have one or just maybe an artist. Favorite artist of all time is Elvis Presley. Okay. Um I also love Merle Haggard. Yeah. Um but so like when I was when I was in uh, high school we, we listened to a lot of hair bands because I went to high school in the late 80s, early 90s. I graduated in 91. Okay. So Poison, Winger, Slayer, you know, Slaughter. Did you say Every Rose Has Its Thorn? Mm. Which Love that his? song. You're sounding like Enrique. This one's his, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> hello, hello. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, so I, I mean, when I was in high school, um, getting ready to go out on stage or something, I like to uh, just get myself pumped up, talk to myself, yell at myself. I would headbutt the, you know, the, the paper towel dispenser and I'd run around the <laughs> just, school just real quick. To... And yeah. And then I'd come out and to be, oh, not to be. <laughs> get all pumped yeah. up to. I went to college on, uh, on a music scholarship, oh, okay. cool. uh, vocal performance. All right. And uh, I was kicked out of the music program after two years. Uh, and I was there for, on a theater scholarship. I got kicked out of the radio program in college. Did you? I did. Got kicked out of the television program in college. And look at you now. Look at me now, baby. Woo! I mean, but if you if we're like how we're relating this right now, exactly what we're talking about or you're talking we about. We have no idea. But really, like I'm saying, like I you know, you getting kicked out is, think about it. Those the the adversity that you went through and look where you really are at now. I mean, every you're like I said, you're the voice of Clinton, Clinton County. That's what you are. I mean, seriously, even though I've been away for 12 years, you I remember in high school, and I remember yeah. as a kid, you listened yeah. on the radio. Where do you think now, and I know this is kind of diverting a little bit, but diverting. do people shy away like from that? the adversity? Yeah. yeah. Do, the, do they shy away from the adversity? Because you went through all those, the things you're talking about. School, right. That's tough. Think about now. Kids have a tough semester at college. Oh, I got a C in my class or a D, and they quit. Yeah. You're talking about getting kicked out and you still kept going back and saying, and guess what? Yeah. I'm going to find a way to do what I've, you said you're passionate from a kid. You want to do what you're doing now and now you're doing it. What, what advice would you give to a person now, not even just pursuing broadcasting, but just a career or outside of sports when they go into the real world, what, right. what advice, what's the best advice you would give to somebody? Find someone who's doing it to learn from them. And then if it's really what you want to do, go get it. Um, you know, when I when I was doing the mascot gig, I really wanted to be on the air, but I was paid to just dress in this dog suit. Yep. And uh, the guy says, well, I'm not going to pay you to train. If you want to learn how to do it, go learn how to do it. And if you're worth it, we'll put you on the air. 
I was in the studio from seven in the morning until seven at night, Monday through Saturday. Just watching and grinding. Watching all the other DJs, listening to how they said things, watching how they did things, um, and learning. And so when I got to the point where I thought I was ready, the program director at the time, his name was Steve Rollins. God bless him. Lord, keep his soul in good shape. Um, he went to the boss and said, Brian, Streets is ready. And uh, I remember my first shift. I was about an hour and 15 minutes into my first shift, and the phone rang, and I looked down at the caller ID, and it was my boss. <laughs> and I knew I had messed up a bunch of stuff. Yeah. And I picked up the phone, and I won't use the exact language he used, but it all came down to, when I get to the station, if you haven't figured it out, I'm throwing you out. And so I stepped back, took a deep breath, remembered everything I was taught. I said, I'm not going to give up on this. And uh, so here I am now, 28 years later. Yeah. And yeah. And see, to me, that's, that's why I think relating to the community and, and the, and the people who listen is the, the adversity part, because I think that's hard now because, and maybe that's because, you know, there's people that enable at different angles but that is the most important part is being able to work through adversity because everything's great. We all know that when life is great, oh, yeah. everything's great. You don't care, you know, but when things go bad, that's when you really figure out who you really are as a person. Right. Can you, can you be like, Hey, I lost my job. Go find another job. You yeah. can find another no, job. I'm just going to curl s- up. Yeah. yeah. I mean, cause I mean, especially it's a lot hard. of kids, a lot of kids nowadays will, their parents are allowing them to do that. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? My oh. dad was not one of those people. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I finished my college degree too. Uh, in 2013, I finished my business. That's degree. awesome. I went back to school and, and That's finished. Awesome. And I didn't need to. I was at the the top of my profession. I was the general manager of the station. I know I'm going to be at for as long as they let me do it. But you just so I didn't need the degree, but I wanted to prove that I could do it. And so I did it. Absolutely. And see, to me, that's awesome. I think that's the part for, for listeners. You just gotta, yeah, the grind part is, I mean, you think about when we're all young kids, we, we, there's nothing to worry about besides just being a kid until you become an adult. Yeah. And then, or you you pee your pants. Well, what are they? I still do. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I know. All the cool kids do it. Yeah. Mile, was it, that's some from, uh. What movie? What Billy, movie? Madison. Billy Madison. God, I love that movie. Great movie. Great. All right. Hey, before we're going to move on, this is the last thing I want to talk okay. about. Okay. I was so, we're talking about this. I was so pissed one time begging groceries. I was begging groceries. This lady, she's got whatever her stuff's coming through. And I accidentally, in a bag, put four cans of, or it was just like cans of soup, right? And on top of it, I put, you know, the fabric softener, like yeah. that you put in the dryer sheets. So I bag everything away and, Hey, have a nice day. And I always, hey, how are you? <clears throat> and she goes, oh, no, honey, you can't do that. I go, what? And I'm 15 years old. I go, what are you talking about, ma'am? And she's like, well, the the fabric software is going to get into the cans of soup and it's going to poison us. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. I'm 50. And I'm thinking to myself, dude, like, and I'm looking at the I cashier. the family. Yeah. And I'm, I literally, she's standing there looking at me and the manager is standing there too behind her. And she goes, Jeremy. Need to go get her some more soup, and I'm looking at her. I go, for, and I go, hey, I, I I know you know the probably the manager I'm talking about. Yeah, I do. He'll know, and I go, for what are you talking about? And the lady goes, please, I'll be poisoned. And I'm grabbing these cans of soup, and I'm walking down the aisle. I don't even know where the aisle's at for the soup because I just bag groceries. And I'm I remember walking down it, and I wanted to throw every single of those cans. 
I want to just chuck so them as hard as I can. you're talking about the ones that she wanted you to replace? Like, they're so ju- did, did you just go put those back on the shelf? I would have just walked <laughs> yeah, around yeah, came no. back and just yeah. put the same I ones in have, there. Been but great. I wasn't smart up then. But you know what? I was so mad. I wanted to chuck them. And I remember putting them. I'll say this. I put them back. Yeah. And I'm sure I grabbed different ones, but somebody else got them like, you're not going to die yeah. from <laughs> fabric softener sitting on top you of your cans the of... the next family yeah. who came in and grabbed those cans. Yeah. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, okay. I started my uh, my <laughs> life as an adult in retail. I was uh, I was 16, and I got a job at a, uh, a box store. Okay. And I was in charge of uh, sporting goods, automotive, and hardware. That's a bit broad... Yeah, but it was the back corner of the building, right? Okay. Yeah. And my best friend was the electronics person. Okay. And he had this little cubby area in the middle of the store, and it was all secure. And one day, he, he uh, we had phones that had a green line and a red line. And it, boom, Mr. Streets, green line, please, Mr. Streets, green oh, line. Man. My phone was <clears> like from me to you, okay? Yeah. It was right across the hall from. Yeah. I looked at him, I'm like, what? He said, pick up the phone. I'm like, what? Can you see my monitor? And he had a little security monitor. I'm like, yeah. See that guy in the back? And I look. This dude had to have been 6'8". I said, yeah. He's, he's stealing a bunch of movies. And I'm like, what do you want me to do about it? He said, when he comes to the security check, it's going to go off. Could you stand in front of him and stop him? What? He's like, well, if you can just stop him, I'll, I'll ask him to come back through. I'm like, all right. So the guy comes, in, and, of course, all the alarms go off. And I said, sir... And I mean, I'm looking at his belly button. I'm like, sir, um, I don't know what's wrong with our security system, but can you back up and come back through? Because it's saying you might have something in your on your person. And he looked at me, he said, no. And he hit me in the chest and lifted me off the ground. And I just remember flying through the air going, I'm going to die. Yeah, My oh heart yeah. has stopped. I'm going to die. <laughs> and he takes off running, and my friend yells, code 99 front, code 99, which meant we have a... a someone thieving and running to the front door. And our manager had a physical fist fight with the guy, right? So we get him, we take him up into the break room and the police get there. And he says, man, I got to go to the bathroom. I kid you not. My boss looks at me, he says, streets, go ahead and take him in the bathroom. <laughs> like, wait, this what? guy's a, he is a Mack truck and I'm a Volkswagen. He just yeah. lifted you into the next universe. But he tried flushing cassettes and movies down the toilet oh, that he had oh, in his wh- person okay. still. But uh, yeah, and uh I got in trouble. You talk about bagging groceries. I, I was cashiering, and it was yeah. about this time of year. Are you embezzle money? And, no. Okay. Oh, but no. I would sing. I'm just wondering. I'm just asking questions. Oh, I would sing Christmas carols, and this was when the wand was you first invented. Yeah, when the wand was first <laughs> invented, so it beep on the the barcodes. Oh yeah. yeah. Okay. But you had to swipe it. You couldn't just click it. You had to swipe. Right. And so I'd be like, jingle bells, jingle bells, boop, boop. Jingle all the way. <laughs> Boop. And this woman just went nuts on me because it was taking too long. Yeah. I mean, it's holiday shopping. There was thousands of people in our store. Yeah. And I'm singing jingle bells beeping. <laughs> and if the scanner didn't take right away, I had to wait. Yeah, they're probably like, uh, come on, man. So I was, I didn't stay at that job very long. Why, why would you? People we got or? caught dunking basketballs on the goals in the sporting oh, yeah. goods section, gotta, too. You got to do that. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh-huh. I feel you. I didn't poison anybody, but. I didn't poison. Listen, nobody died. And that's that you know of, yeah. Uh, you know what? Even if they did, it didn't. It wasn't from that. It was natural causes. But people are nuts, and we're talking about. It's just crazy. I don't even know. <laughs> Tanner, <laughs> I got some good stuff on here, but I want. I want to go for you guys. I want to. Okay. I just. I got a start bench cut for sports. 
Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Yep. And real quick, and I just want to use basketball. Okay. But I'm throwing it for both of you guys because you'll know a couple of these guys. Okay. For sure. I do, and I know Tanner well. But you got to start one, bench one, and cut one. Okay. All right. Start, bench, cut. Allen Iverson, Isaiah Thomas, Steph Curry. Random, go first. Start. Yep. You got to start, bench, cut. Iverson, Isaiah. Do I have to have a reason or no? You could no. You just tell me. Okay, I'll, okay. Go for it. I'll be honest. Start Steph Curry, bench Iverson, cut Isaiah. You said Isaiah Thomas. Yeah, mm-hmm. and these are just people I watch. But I'm was, really. I, you have to understand where I'm coming from. I'm, I watch the NBA a lot nowadays. Is it because like Isaiah shorts are short? I like those. <laughs> I, okay. I I too would cut Isaiah. Okay. Just because he was a piston. You're cutting him. Yeah, that's right. He's bad boy. Bad yeah. boy. Um, the other two, I don't know that you can lose either way. Yeah. Um, I know. Iverson but, was a bad man. He was a bad So dude. I might a... start Iverson and bench Curry just because I can use Curry down the road to come in. and. Okay. Fair but enough. Iverson, man, he was a bad man. Yeah. He was. He's a bad Loved dude. watching him play. Uh-huh. He was, but he was he, another guy I couldn't stand to listen to talk. Because uh, yeah. he just wasn't very smart. Practice? Talking about practice. His practice speed, man. Talking about practice. Practice. practice? Yeah, that guy was a baller, though. I, oh, I loved him. I think yeah, he, he changed the area. game a lot for, in that, Absolutely. that time yeah, period. Absolutely. So he, was a, he played he, bigger than what he was. Yes, too, he know. was a dog. Yeah, for sure. He was a man. What about you? Are you not answering that question? That's no, I want that for you guys because okay. I already know I'm, I'm taking Iverson. All, I'm just saying they're all both cut and Iverson's coming in. Okay. He's a dog, <laughs> He's man. starting and benched. Okay. Iverson's got the whole team, and he's a dog. He crossed Jordan. He's the only guy that really ever, I ever thought, crossed Jordan over. True. Big facts. Okay, what else you got? You got another another set or no? No, no I'm just that cool was it. That. You just I, to know? I like that. Okay, I wanted hoops. Yeah, I really like watching Curry. I actually used to not like him a couple of years ago. I don't know. I, I liked him when he was with Davidson. Yeah, in college, yeah. man, I was like, that guy is just amazing. Yeah. I love seeing the video of when he was like a kid and he was at an NBA camp or, or something, or he shot like. The half court shot at I can't remember. I don't remember. That's what his doing. dad was probably with the Hornets. Uh, that's true. Yeah, his dad is who Dell. Dell. Yeah. yeah. And I remember him on the Hornets when I was a kid. Yeah. yeah. Rex Chapman. You know, and his brother. Rex Chapman. Yeah. Yeah. Rex Chapman. Steph's brother Seth is actually a baller too. But yeah, he, he is. Gets, he definitely gets overlooked. Though, yeah. Does he? Just because I mean, yeah. Who's he brothers. with now? Uh, Sixers. Maybe the Nets. Nets. That I don't. He he switches like every year. Yeah. So he's a good player though. But I still like Charles Barkley. Yeah, I like him as a commentator. He man, he's the man. I mean, listen, him, to these him guys and, talk. Him and Shaq, dude, him and awesome. they like fight each other, wrestle each other, and they they legit. They you talk about just doing this like pro bono or just setting up and be like, let's go. Well, yeah, that's why they're getting paid like zillions of dollars. Right. That's why we need to just. That's why like, we we're getting paid zillions of dollars. We'll just throw people down on the ground. They like tackle each other on their shoulders. Do you want to wrestle? Or? Not really. No, <laughs> Hold on, let me take my shirt off. Yeah, okay. I ain't doing none of that, bro. <laughs> you don't Come make on. me nervous, <laughs> Chris. If you'd like to, you didn't know this was shirts and skins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Episode four, we're stepping it up. Hey, shirts, skins, <laughs> shirts. Yeah, listen, you can start picking. Listen, being the fat kid my whole life, I was oh, never skins, man. Yeah. Me neither. I made uh, sure. Yeah, that's all right. I'd like move in line. I'm like, okay, that's okay. I'm down here. Doing the math. A B A B. Oh, you know what? I got okay. I know we're running late on time, but I got another right. athletic story for Go you. Go for it. We wanted. We okay. Wanted, yeah. Seventh, seventh grade. Okay. Okay. I'll tell my basketball story first. Yes. You guys remember Scott Maimons, right? Yes. Scott. He was the athletic director at school. Absolutely. Okay. Shout out to him, Scott. He Maimons. was. At, yes. He was our PE teacher, and my basketball coach in seventh grade. Okay. And we only had six guys in my class. Wow. Really? Yeah. Where did so, you go? Delwood. Oh, I know where Delwood. Yeah. Okay. So we all had to play. Yep. I was so bad at basketball that Scotty had me stay on the defensive end of the floor 
so that I wouldn't get in the way of our offense. So you like opposite cherry pick? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> and uh, I remember one game I was running and my athletics border broke. <laughs> and so like I had the elastics string hanging out from underneath my shorts. <laughs> Look, you just and know what? every time I'd run past Scotty, he was <laughs> laughing and I didn't know why, you know? And so finally he called the timeout and he said, streets, go to the locker room. I said, why? He said, your, your jock snapped. And I'm like, my what? And so, yeah, it broke. So you were wearing a cup in basketball? No, I was wearing a jock strap. Oh, I thought you were talking about a cup. No, we didn't have a cup. We just had the strap. Then, oh, like the, you know, where your butt cheeks are hanging out, they got a little, it broke off. And so it's like dangling down below my shorts because back in the mid 80s, early 80s, we wore shorts. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's why they were called shorts. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to go to the locker room and find my underpants and put those on. Oh, man, that's classic. uh, Later on, I was on the track team. Okay. Okay. I wanted to do shot put and discus. Yep. And every practice started out with what we called the banana run. It was a two-mile run through Elwood. And uh, one practice, I'm running. And I, I was a very, very – I was the round mound rebound before Chuck. <laughs> and uh, I'm running, and I don't see any of my teammates or Cause, any – Because you were so far ahead of them. <laughs> yeah. A pickup truck pulls up next to me. <laughs> he's like, streets. And I look over, and it's Scott. I'm like, yeah, coach. Get in. Like, all right. We've had enough. We're all Everybody else was finished, (laughs) and they were almost done with practice, and I'm like at three-quarters of a mile. And so on the way back to the school, he says, I've been thinking, we need a manager. (laughs) And so that is how I became the seventh-grade track manager manager at Delwood Middle School. That's great. Thank you very much, Coach. You keep the times, Chris. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I was. that's how unathletic I was. That's all right. We had six kids, and I couldn't play. (laughs) You know, the cherry grower. That's the opposite of the cherry. Yeah. I like it though. You just you, sometimes you just got to do it. Yeah, yeah. But one of my one of my teammates in basketball went on to a uh, Division One career in uh, football. Played for Kansas State University. Oh, that's okay. sweet. That's one cool. of only six guys in our class. Hey, good percentage. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rest of us turned out to be alcoholics. Yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> it happens to the best of us. No, it's I'm kidding. It, I'm kidding. It's subjective. Hey, I'm giving it. Hold on, I'm giving a shout out real quick. Ray's energy because I love him. I do like him. Tanner, I don't think he likes it. Corey Snodgrass, dude, listen. Well, listen. As somebody who lives by advertising, Mm -hmm. you're gonna promote something. You better get a dollar. Uh We're getting hundred thousand dollars for doing that. All right, (laughs) Corey Snodgrass. Hey, try the new Ray's Sports Energy Drink. Yeah, give us one. Give us. Tell us how you would promote what it is. Ray's energy. It's it's good. Yeah, I like it. Who's Ray? It's not Ray. It's Ray. Come on, Ray's. Who's Ray's? Zero sugar and no sugar in there. Ray, yeah. Ray's energy. That's the Galaxy Burst. Yeah. Yeah. Zero sugar, zero dyes, electrolytes, and aminos. Okay. How much caffeine's in it? I don't know. Good question. I don't look at that stuff. I just drink. Come on, Corey. If you're gonna brand, brand, baby. Ray's energy. Find it today dun, 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 at your favorite convenience store. Yes. Oh, <laughs> woo. I'm loving I'll, it, baby. I'll be looping that for Stendhal later. <laughs> That's good, my man. Thanks for tuning in to Honeywell Heroes. <laughs> Honeywell Heroes. Oh, my good Lord. Yeah, yeah. Okay. What you got? You got anything else, you're, Random? You're sounding amazing, dude. I just want you to know that. Yeah, you know, I've been working on my vocals. Uh, I've been singing a lot, you know, my apartment. Yeah, I apologize. That burp stunk. <laughs> I didn't smell it. I didn't even smell it. I'm you not breathing burp, in, though. We're Listen, we don't judge here. 
We are a non-judgmental group. That's so nice. And we want the people of Clinton and the United States, the whole country to understand. We're not. You can yes. come here and talk about whatever you want. We love you. We want you here. Okay, so we're, we're going to get into this. Okay, Cinda? Right. Woo! Oh, man. Guys, man. you guys are going to love man, JP. this. So we got a weird, very, extremely weird <laughs> combo tonight. So me and JP went to Gateway Mart, which is uh, the new store there, um, kind of by Walgreens in the north. Right off Clinton. the North Bridge. Yeah. Yeah. That's uh, Stenda's favorite store to go to when he can visit uh, Clinton, Iowa. Um, and we, uh, Do you use the drive-thru? No, we go in. Oh, I like the drive-thru. We go talk to them. We're like, hey, what's up? So anyways, I told this girl tonight that we have this Gateway podcast. Mart? Gateway Mart, yeah. Uh, 1930 Roosevelt Street. As Random said, <laughs> We're getting specific. the greatest place in Clinton. And I will never go anywhere else. <laughs> so love y'all. Anyways, I told the uh, cash year lady about what our podcast. So uh, we're gonna shout them out. Hopefully they see this. Otherwise, I'm gonna cry. Um, but anyways, so uh, Man, we got some. For all dip- your alcohol and tobacco needs. Try yes. the Gateway Mart just off the North Bridge in Clinton. They also have hats. Man, that is stuff. shirts. Yeah. Woo. It's interesting. So they have uh, some some dill some moonshine dill pickles. So we're gonna we're gonna just try them. I don't know. She said that typically people don't just eat them like as a snack. But we're we're gonna, not typical people, and we're, we're not, and we're also gonna snack them. We're not. No, we're not. We're not normal because we are rebels. Well, crack it open and smell it. I want you. To I do did that. earlier. Did smell, you? It actually smells really good. Surprisingly, yeah. well, let's get this done because I'm kind of hungry. Okay, I'll get you one. So, what should we do first? What? Well, okay. You want to shout out these? All right. So uh, I brought along with me because I saw the first one. You guys did the Mike's Fun Foods hot wings. Yes. I was hoping we'd have hot wings tonight. Sorry. Uh, I brought pickles. <laughs> we disappointed. My bad. But I stopped by uh, Grandma's Goody Jar on North 2nd Street in Clinton. Yep. And uh, I told Marianne I was doing this show and she saw the episode You Ate the Hot Wings. Oh, she did? Yeah. That's and uh, she she said you were crazy. But I wanted I was something. Also dying, so. Yeah, I thought I want something that we can do that would be a little competitive and a little fun. Yeah. So I bought a couple pounds of uh, sour candies, oh, and I thought we I'm would so. uh, see how many we could fit in our so, mouth. So we're gonna see if we can each get ten or t- how many you got in there. You think? Listen, I'm I'm I can't do sour. Yes, you can. No, I can't. So no, we're gonna no. yeah we're gonna do it. And I see. can eat dog food, but I cannot eat sour stuff. We're going to oh. see who can wrap the fastest. Who can wrap the fastest? Yeah. <laughs> Let's do that. Dude, I, I've, I have tried to learn your songs. And if I, I slow all them day, down. But this time it's longer. My favorite weight if program I is bigger, faster than not. Remember that song? Uh-huh. That was old school. Tina wrote it for me. I put I it in the computer and I slowed <laughs> down. Just to hear. Just so I can figure out the words. Okay, good. I'm a big random Tanner fan. That's good, man. So, so fun fa- I mean, not fun facts, but cool info about that is um, I'm actually shooting a video, and then I have another new song coming. So I am coming back. Um, I'm not sure exactly when. I have not dropped a song in 2022, so maybe I'll drop one before You're the new year. You're out of time, brother. I know. Maybe I'll just sing the national did anthem you on Facebook. Did you take a bite of that? I did. I, li- I love it. How is it? It's good? It's, it's going to put you on. You're going to be out sleeping like a baby, but that's cool. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't like the look you just made. What the? Woo! Love y'all, but all you, right, you got Man, listen. let's go. Come on. You think that's good? Oh, you put the... See, that's... Man, that man goes hard, dude. You know, there's a lot of love for this guy. Yeah, yeah I, know you, I know you ain't liking it, dog. I mean, there's no way you can like it. What in the world? That's bad. You like it? I, I, I don't mind it. I mean, I... I so get, you, you like this and you like all the hot stuff, but you ain't going to eat a sour. Put that whole thing in your mouth. Quit being a wimp. Oh yeah, do what you do best. I'm not a liquor guy, though. Never have it. Oh. Uh, uh. 
I don't even know what it tastes like. It tastes like lighter fluid. Yeah, I was just gonna say. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> wow, man, that's uh, it's like something you put in your engine. I told you that was pretty strong stuff. Two minutes later, Chris Streets is sleeping on the floor. <laughs> wow, Chris, wake up! <laughs> uh, I had a whole pickle. Yeah, man. Mm. So, what are we going to try to do with these? Best served chill, the well. Well, you didn't have that chilled at all. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, we didn't. You just keep sticking it in your mouth. Well, because we, we bought those, like, what, 20 minutes before we even... Yeah, go on. What do you want me to do? Finish it. What do you mean? Finish it. It's not terrible. That's bad. I hear the heavenly angels speaking from above. Yeah. Like a mom. All right, so... I have what I think we need to do. How many do you think you can put in your mouth and be able to chew and finish? Most without chew drooling. and finish? Yeah. Throw them over to me. You, you swallow them? Yeah, you got to chew them. I swallow them? It's, yeah. It's gum, isn't it? No, it's it's just candy. Oh, I thought it was gum. I'm like, what are you trying to do to me? You want me to <laughs> let's die? Go, let's I mean, get we'll go. go. If grab I die, if grab I, a handful. If I die, I will go viral. So. Yeah, that's true. That's all what it's about. Grab you a handful. Come on. I almost just put them on the pickle juice plate. There you go. All right. So what are we doing? You're going to beat us. I just saw you eat that pickle. So we stand no chance. What do you, what do you want me to do? He's already going. Fill your mouth. Okay. you got to count how many you got in there. Though, That's right? one. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. Three. Eight. That's nine. Five. Seven. Seven. All right. Here's 16. We're going we're gonna to have a conversation <laughs> where our mouths are full. How many you got? 16. I have 10. Four. I can't even get 15. 15. Huh? 15. 17. <laughs> 18. 19. No way. 20. I got poop home. <laughs> you guys got to be fit, man. Uh-oh. 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 22. Uh-oh. 23. I got like 11. <laughs> They're not going anywhere else. Yuck. Why do I do that? I got 23. I have. Wow. I How much did you get? 23. I got 11. Mm-hmm. You know what? I thought I had a big mouth. You guys have big mouths. Mm-hmm. Both? Man. You know what that means? I don't want to know. I mean, I don't we know can hold more jawbreakers. <laughs> <laughs> whatever it means. Nothing I want to be associated with. What was that? <laughs> Nothing I want to be associated with. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Anyway. Hey. That was one. No, we really go. Hey, go. Chris, before we sign off. Yeah. For me speaking to you, I really. <laughs> I look at serious. <laughs> these are good, though. I, I, I always eat them because I like them. My mouth is so wet right now. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> because the reason why your mouth is because you just, you're such a snack guy. Like. You we can always, just get on with your question. <laughs> I'm just saying, though, you're such a snack guy, though. He's giving me time to swallow this. <laughs> yeah. No, hey, we appreciate you, um, especially, you know, giving us the rundown of what you do for the community because I think you are an integral part of the community. Big time. I really do. Um, if we're being serious for the 2.5 seconds on this podcast okay. tonight, you are an integral part of the community, and I believe, you know, you're a big source of information. Um, you're involved in the community with the coaching what you do every day for all the businesses and the community in general, even for us right now. And I think that's why Clinton's able to continue to go forward and, and, you know, continue to thrive. So, um, I appreciate you. 
And uh, I appreciate you coming on here, and I hope we can get you back someday. Absolutely. I appreciate it very much. I love the idea of the show. Honeywell Heroes. Honeywell has a very special place in my heart. I love this town. I love our community. And uh, I'm a big backer of it because I believe in it. And um, we start our big food drive. I know by the time this show gets dropped, it'll be about over. But we have our uh, food drive coming up that we do for the community, and we've done for the last 23 years. Awesome. And uh, I just, I love, I love our hometown, man. And I appreciate what you guys are doing. So I wish you guys the best of luck. And if you ever get bored, you need a uh, guest to come in, give me a call. Okay. Yeah, we, we got, we'll you're coming, you're coming to the show tomorrow, right? We'll both be there. Okay. Yeah. I might be. I, I appreciate know. you. Hey, you've always supported me, man, since day one. So I'm Absolutely. happy you're here. And um, that is it for episode four. Random Tanner, JP Stenda. And Chris. Streets. Honeywell Heroes, baby. Love y'all. Mm-hmm.